This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we discuss all the suffering, sorrows, joys, pains, delights, and wonderful parts of the martial art of Aikido. I am trying to be completely normal, Christopher Hine, and with me today is Joshua Tihi. So we just got done with class, and now we're feeding our faces. So, um, last week we had asked if uh, anyone had topic ideas, and someone did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had uh, a guy named Robert Wallace reach out to us and um, propose some uh, topic ideas for us. Thank um, you, Robert Wallace. That's appreciated. 22 oh, episodes in, woo. and it's becoming hard to come up with good ideas. It's true. And these, these were good ideas. Really these good were, ideas. Yeah, I like I them thought. both. You're Absolutely. probably going to hear both of them, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I was getting a little worried there for a minute. Um, and then I was listening to another podcast that I listened to, and I was like, oh, that's pretty normal, actually. Like, I don't know. I Like, podcasts that I've listened to have, like, you know, they get to a point where they're like, all right, we've kind of oh, yeah. run out of ideas. Or Especially what are we doing when now? you're doing weekly, weekly yeah. stuff. Right, it's, it's right. It's very difficult. So, so, like, I, that made me feel a little better. I was like, oh, okay, it's not just us where we're going. Through. What are we Ignacio about? came in the other day. Here's another shout-out to Ignacio. <laughs> um, be happy about that. Ignacio, the other day we were in the dressing room. He's like, yeah, I went to, um, oh, man, I wish I could remember the dojo he went to because um, I would give a shout-out to them. But I can't remember the name of the dojo. And he's like, I went to this dojo this weekend, and one of the guys was asking about, like, getting ready for testing and what's that like. And I was like, actually, you know, I could have discussed, talked about this on no the podcast. Way. Yeah, and he goes, and yet, you know, dojo manners, how do they really work? And he's like, you know what's strange is I get her discussed. <laughs> and I was like, what? Were you just like our little so like great. spokesperson? He's like, yeah, it was great, man. Every question they had, you did an episode on. <laughs> that's huh? awesome. See, I think, and I, I think that's where we should be going, at least, you know, for now, which is like, there are these universal things that people want to know uh, about Aikido that maybe don't often get discussed um, mm-hmm. or... Maybe they get discussed within a very small community, but if you're on your own and haven't been exposed to a lot of stuff, where can you go to find this? Well, right. here we are. So, <laughs> and that's so, where we come in. Segue into today's topic, which I think is something that a lot of people probably bring up, talk about, which is spirituality and uh, its relation to Aikido. Yeah, that's a big one. And I feel like. It's such a great thing because the spirituality, it, it is sort of, it feels like it's a, a little bit built in to the, to the practice. So even if you're not, look, I'm personally not, and I, I don't think as a dojo, um, we are particularly focused on any religious component, religious spiritual component. Mm-hmm. That's, I get that's those a sticky wicket right Yeah, there. I know. Yeah. Uh, and, and I do apologize for that. Uh, any spiritual component to, uh, you know, in our training. That said, I feel like it is there just because it's built into into what we're doing. Man, everything we do is about spiritual. You know, so like, 
you can't say this to people because they'll do what you just did, like, like which is go. It's about religion, right. and it, it's not spirituality and religion are two different things. While they can go hand in hand, and, and you know, religions always have spirituality about them. Spirituality is a human thing, and so when you hear people talk about that. They, Everyone gets cringe, you know. Either you get cringy or you get super into it. Like, oh, we're going to talk about magic and mystical spirits. This is great. Or they go, oh, God, they're going to talk about magic and mystical spirits. This is horrible, you know. Like, right. Well, I think it's interesting that you <clears throat> talk to, you say that it's a, it's a human thing. Um, it's a human thing that I think is in many ways tied to art. So sure. saying that this is yes. a martial art. Absolutely. Would make sense that this would there would be a spiritual component to it. So, like when I uh, when I talk about spirituality, what I like to say is I like to pin down things that are normal to people and help them realize that when we're saying spirituality, we're talking about something that's very normal, which is like the spirit of giving. That's a big one you hear, you know, especially around the holiday times. Like, oh, I really got in the spirit of giving, or I got in the Christmas spirit, or the you know, um, where you start to get happy about wanting to give things to people you know you get into that idea and you feel really good naturally giving to people or in schools um when they have uh uh a, 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 some kind spirit of sports rallies. game spirit right rallies. Yeah. spirit rallies we say this very naturally like oh it's a spirit rally right and pepper rallies another thing but basically the idea is before we have the game we try and get our spirit engaged in playing the game and the spirit is not something outside of yourself. It's how you feel to do something, right? It's the unconscious mind's active participation in whatever activity you're doing. And so it wants to do it. And so you feel more complete when you're doing that. Now, people mix that up with religion and all kinds of other things. But spirituality is just when your spirit is in the mode, you know, you, you have the spirit to do something. Also, when people talk about drinking spirits, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about imbibing something that makes you all excited right like i'm drinking spirits like this is what the word spirit really means is to have spirit to be excited on an unconscious level about something and not you know some kind of mystical thing flying through the air although that could also be sure true. i mean that's i mean like and for some people when talking about aikido that would i think that, that would also be true for them yeah I think there are a lot of these words where they're two different levels of meanings, and depending on the kind of person you are, you may lean towards one meaning or the other. Like, I think spirit's a great example, you know? So where you see spirit as, I mean, I don't know, you're, I think you're trying to see both. It's kind of like those paintings where, or those, like, optical illusions yeah. where... You know, can you the see lady the lady the bases? Yeah, or, yeah, right. Faces or bases or whatever. Is she it is. turning one way or turning the other way? Can you flip right. it back and forth? Right. Um, and I think most people either see one or the other. Um, and so I think like it's two sides of the same coin. I don't know. So my mom is very, uh, very spiritual, and uh, she—that's a big part of her life. Um, and not really just like in the kind of the way that you might think, but she's into not like an organized not religion. the traditional. Right, right yeah. that's what I mean. Like not she's not like you know like Catholic or you I know, think we call your mom a pagan. I think that's what. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like she follows like Native American religion, right. uh, spirituality, shamanistic, stuff. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so she she asked the other day. She was like, you know, she's like, when you're doing Aikido, like, you know, it's energy work, right? You're working with energy, like. 
and she was she was asking me specifically about Chris, you know, because he's the, the teacher. Like she's like, does he see energy? And I just thought it was a really funny question because I knew what she was asking and what she wanted, and I knew that the way that you know I would answer or Chris might answer, which is the the other definition of energy, which is you know understanding someone's intention, you know, and the the intention and energy that they're putting into their attack or whatever it is. Um, where I think, you know, my mom might have been picturing something a little bit more... Auras uh, and whatnot. Right, yeah. But it's just, I it's, it's such a sticky wicket because it, it, the, the word, Some it's, people it's very might, blurred. Some people might actually see, actually see that. Right, and that might inform you know. their practice, yeah. right? And, and I think, like, that's a big part of it for people <clears> is, like, you know, the, the blurred lines between those things and, and, and feeling people's auras and their, you know, their intentions and their well, energies. Well, let's, let's step back a, a little bit and kind of get to uh, Aikido specifically and why it sort of has this uh, stigma maybe of being more spiritual than other, because I, I think it does, right? I mean, for I sure. think we can sure. agree sure. that, um, and there's a reason for that. And, and what is, I mean, and what is that? You know, yeah. it's because the founder the founder is super point, into spirituality and and religious practices and i mean that that was his thing you know like uh it's arguable whether he was a martial artist first and a like practitioner of spirituality second or whether it's the other way around you know like that guy was into hanging out with rocks and trees and doing incantations and you know what i mean like that's the kind of guy he was he's yeah, into yeah. that stuff you know and mm-hmm. i know someone's listening to it who's like a devout shinto and they're like oh my god but but you know that that's the stuff he's into like he's into that so it's it's built into aikido to be spiritual and to me you know like i'm a pragmatist and to me the whole this whole discussion is simply whether you want to be a mystic in life or you want to be a pragmatist in life and i'm a pragmatist i would like to be a mystic that sounds cool like mysticism's neat but i just don't see the world that way and i can't i can't get that much out of it so i'm a pragmatist and it's like when I look at O-sensei's practices, to me what I see is a guy who wanted his spirit to be in line with everything he did. Meaning that everything he did, he could give 100% to it. Like his unconscious mind his uncon- and his conscious mind working together to do one thing. The way in which he did it, we could see his religious practices or this other thing. He was a mystic. He wanted to talk in mystical terms. Um, but when I see which it... Which causes I, a lot of uh, a lot problems of trouble, man. when you know, you're trying to, to take those teachings and uh pass them along or even figure them out you know um because you have to kind of decipher how much is uh that that mystical stuff but see okay do you have to decipher it so i think that's the thing that a lot of people that are drawn to that side of aikido they they like that you don't decide they're mystics right there i mean i guess (laughs) that's just i think it's it might be an interesting thing to listen to, to listen to the three of us who are all pretty pra- like, Probably, <laughs> pragmatist. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, like we're all like, <laughs> we want to talk about things plainly and, and right. get to the bottom of it, you know? And I think that, that the people that are really drawn to that kind of want to to talk about it in, you know, more, I guess, like undefined terms. And not undefined, like I don't mean that in any sort of uh, connotation, yeah, negative, positive or yeah. negative, but like, you know, using big words like love in the universe, and, and that's really inspiring and beautiful, I think, to people. And, and it certainly is to me, and it's it, multiple times in my life, like, moved me, you know? Yeah. It, it moves you uh, in, a like, a 
kind of an unconscious, you know, like some part of you that's not just your brain, you know, your soul or whatever that's it is. the art. Right. It, right. it moves you. It's yeah. the art of it. It's the art. Um, I think that there are a lot of people that are really attracted to, like, using that language, speaking that language. Right. Um, that, that, are, that like that about that lineage, that it's still around, where I think, you know, other martial arts. <clears throat> we have a, we have a student at the dojo who's, uh, you know, I would call him a mystic. He um, is really into seeing the world through mystical eyes. And I have a great time talking to him about stuff. Um, because he's real fun. He's real excited about everything. And everything's got this, you know, mystical haze to it. And I try and speak like a mystic when I talk to him because I want to get into that world. It's really fun. But, like, for me, I can't get that much out of it. Like, some part of me always feels wanting when I do that, you know? Like, and I think some people want the wanting, and some people want it solved. And I want it solved. And maybe that's an unfortunate side effect of my personality, but I just want it solved, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, what are... uh the 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 benefit of you know doing a sort of spiritual practice as opposed to you know we could just go you know punch a bag all day long or whatever um and we've sort of hit on some of the things that i think we get out of doing something like this but um i just wonder for you know other people like what's the I mean, I think, like, I think, I hope I'm understanding what you're asking, but I think, like, one of the things that people really get out of it, like anything spiritual or religious, although I hesitate to say that word because we're like, ooh, um, like, I think it gives a little bit more meaning and purpose, um, and I mean, some people don't need to be given meaning. They, they just, you know, they, they're just like, oh, I know I know why I'm doing this thing, you know? Um, and I think, I mean, maybe, Chris, that's why it's like, it's hard for you to see it the other way because you're just like, I, I want to learn martial arts. I want to, I just, I this is what drives me the every day to thing, go to right. class and to, you know, do the hard things that I do is to just figure it out and understand, you know? And other people, like, you know... Need they, a greater purpose. They need a greater purpose. And, um, you know, and, and like having that spirituality and feeling like, you know, I'm like aligning whatever inside of myself, you know what I mean? My practice doesn't just exercise me, you know, I don't just right. exercise, I don't just punch some people or whatever, mm. like other martial arts that, you know, people, are, they, they feel like they're aligning something inside of themselves and whether that, you know, they're and hard or something they bigger, are, bigger. Right? they totally are, big, right? Bigger than themselves. But I mean, like, well. you know, something that feels big and, and purposeful and like, you know, like universal and, you know, use big words like soul and heart and whatever right. those other things are like and so i think like that I is mean, a motivation for a lot of people and the real trouble to me we run into is when people on the other side of the fence you know so i will tell you i'm a very pragmatic person but people who are on the pragmatic side of the fence will tend to go oh you're not getting anything by doing that and that's bullshit also because you are aligning yourself to do it completely right. you know so like yeah. It, go to a job that's a soulless job. You know, we've all probably worked some job where we did something crappy that we hate. While working that job, you have no spiritual practice in the job. You just lifelessly show up and you go through a routine. You have no part of yourself involved in it. And because you have no part of yourself involved in it, and that's no spirit, you have no spirit, it feels dead and lifeless. And you don't like the job and you don't like it. 
Now have another job that you're into and you're excited about and that your spirit is engaged in and that job's life to you. It's magnificent right. and awesome and great. Yeah, I was thinking in terms of like, you know, Koku Masubi Wase Zanshan and that idea of the being present and in the moment. And in that way, there's a real like meditative quality to it, which is like yeah. when you show up to the dojo and, you know, we bow and we get on the mat and we, that's like, uh, you know, the moment when we're telling, uh, you know, ourselves, okay, n now we're doing this thing. Right. And everything else is, is kind of right. set aside for a second and we're, we're going into this kind of different realm. Um, and I think that's definitely kind of a, a spiritual thing. And I don't hit on it every day. Like, you know, it doesn't occur to me every time that I, may, I bow to the showman like, oh my God, this is so right. spiritual. But I think it is um, regardless. And I think it's a, it's a good... It's a good practice to have, just to be able to, um, you know, for an hour or however long in your day, devote some time to just being here now, you know, um, yeah. which is, I don't know, for me, a, a very spiritual thing, you know. I think that is spiritual. I mean, like, to mm -hmm. me, that is spirituality. Totally. Like, that's when you talk about, you know, like, you hear these people, like mystics, they go off in the woods, and they'll come back, and they'll talk about talking to the tree spirits. And shit like that, right? And when you hear that, you go, oh my god, this, this guy's either A, depending on what side of the fence you fall on, he's a lunatic, this guy thinks he's hearing voices in the forest, something wrong with him, or B, he's some kind of mystical saint of the forest, and trees <sighs> talk to him, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the two things you think. But the middle is the truth. He understands what's going on with the trees, because he's hanging out with them. He sees if the spirit of the tree has been dampened because you know the soil's shitty or they don't have enough water the tree looks gross looks bad so like the way he's interpreting it because he's a mystic and he wants to talk to me, he goes the tree spirits talk to me right and when they talk to me they told me they're not doing well you know now you know you send a uh some kind of biologist, biologist out right, there right. and they're like well they got fungus on them man they're, they're, they're sick yeah <laughs> of course they're, they're all not screwed up right, right? right and like it's just how you want to talk about it but I guarantee you, I mean, I don't know. I met some biologists who are really into their work, and they have a lot of spirit. And so even though they talk about it plainly, they're into the work. Right, right. But that spirit guy, he's getting a lot out of it. You know, he's yeah. just meditating with the tree and hugging it and stuff. Yeah. And so he's having an experience with the tree, and, yeah. like, that's part of his practice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's a language. It's just a, a, lang a, a, a way of talking about something. Right. It's not the, uh, yeah, it's a way of talking about something. And I think, to me, the thing that is concerning maybe about having a, you know, bringing the spiritual language onto the mat or something is that it's just a language. It's not the That's thing exactly itself. Right. It's you know, it's it's not the meaning of the word. It's the words that you're using to describe what's happening. And in some ways, that, that language, it's a flowery, beautiful, like, emotional, romantic language, you know? Yes, and it's if like, you want to engage in that, that's fantastic. It's, it's beautiful. It's like French or something, you know what I mean? Something like people go, oh, wow, that makes me, that moves me inside, you know? But at the end of the day, like, is that the best language to choose to, to impart what it is you're trying to teach maybe it is maybe it isn't but right. i think like like to say that that's aikido you know the language is aikido i think to me is a mistake because 
I don't know, in my opinion at least, the the Aikido isn't all the other stuff around what we're doing, but what we're, you know, the techniques, the the thing, the, the principles that you're learning, the, the way to go about understanding conflict and like all of that, that's Aikido, you know? Right. And, and the language, you know, if you get too focused on the language, I think it takes away from the things that you're trying to teach your students or, you know, whatever. And I don't know, it depends. If you say your dojo is a very spiritual dojo and everyone comes there for that reason, then, then yeah. But if people are coming to you to, to learn something from learning the martial art of Aikido, I think that could possibly, you know, take away from trying to impart that to your students. Or to I mean, we had uh, an example of this. There was a, a, a guy who brought in his kid, and um, he saw, when he came in, he saw that we had some, some statuary and whatnot sitting around. And, um, you know, he was uh, religious, Christian, and wanted to know, you know, what we were going to be teaching his kid, right. you know, uh, and rightfully so. Absolutely. Um, and Josh has said, you know, we pretty much just work out. <laughs> that was well, I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> but in truth, we just do do the thing. And he actually, uh, you know, kid trained there uh, in it really well and has become part of the dojo. And yeah, so for sure. it, it has it wasn't a real problem. It might have been a problem. You know, at other dojos, perhaps, um, that do things. And that's the way with anything. Uh, differently, you know. That's the way with anything. You know, like that's, you know, like when Maya was saying, you know, if you're trying to um, teach Aikido, if you bring that language in too much, maybe you're doing a disservice to right. your students that, if they yeah. want more, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, and I talk about this a lot, like, you know, how you see the world is how you see the world, right? So, so for example, I could say, you see this magic rock, this little rock? I take this rock and I do a ceremony over it and I put it in the ground and I wish and I hope and I think and then it sprouts into this giant living creature. Now that sounds mystical and awesome and it is. If I then showed you what I was doing, you would say, oh, you have a seed. <laughs> right, you're putting, this you're putting it in the ground and caring for it so it will grow and it turns into a tree. Yeah, duh, right? And so if I'm, if I'm making biologists, if my school's job is to make biologists, I'm doing them a disservice by saying um, this rock right. and my love. By looking it, at the magic. Right. Yeah. But if, the, if it's a, a tree appreciation class, right? If it's an arbor appreciation class, that maybe is an awesome way to talk to the right, students right. and go like, right. look how this lifeless, dull thing that's been sitting on a shelf for 40 years I give it some love right, and attention, and it, can, and it sprouts into a living creature that's bigger than anything on the planet. You know, like, that's badass. And so, like, do you want to talk, like, what kind of experience do you want to have? And if your goal is pragmatic to get A, B, C, D, then maybe you should talk about it that way. Yeah. But if your goal is to, like, enrich people's lives, maybe you should talk about it that way, you know? And what, I mean, what I think I appreciate about uh, Aikido is that, like, those two things, those two sides can operate um simultaneously yeah. you know so i feel like uh like i said i can come in and do and train and still get get that spiritual side out of it without having to talk about it in in those terms you know right i was gonna ask actually so maybe to just push us a little outside of our comfort zones what is the most spiritual experience you've ever had with Aikido, or what would you say is the closest you've ever gotten, if it's not really in your forte or whatever? 
what, what's the the closest you've ever gotten to to feeling spiritual in Aikido? All right, so I'm gonna tell you a mystical story. I'm gonna tell you a mystical story, and and I'm gonna. We should hold up. We should really do a video cast because the the expression that was just used was great. Well, I mean, it's just go on. No, so, I I get it. So I'll I'll let me give you a mystical story first, and then I'm gonna tell you something else after that. But so I one time had an, a, an experience with one of my teachers. I was Uchideshi at the time, and he called me aside and. There was me and one other Uchideshi, and we were having, um, we, we were both kind of not really committing to the pro. We weren't giving our all to the program. And so he sat us down. He kind of explained how we weren't really fully committing to the program. And uh, and he just asked us, why aren't you, you know? And, you know, me, I always got excuses and reasons and I'm a problem solver. So I'm explaining, you know. He's like, no, but why? No, but why? No, but why? No, but why? This goes on and on and on. And then I open my mouth because I'm just talking, right? I open my mouth and I say, I'm scared to fail. And like that was the truth. Like it was the truth, truth. You know, like I wasn't giving my all because if I gave my all and I failed, then I'm a failure. And I was too scared to give my all. And it was big for me. You know, it was like this. Everything fucking opened up. This is the way I experienced the world. So look, I'm talking like a mystic right now, but this is my experience. There was a plant behind me. I could feel the plant breathing. I could feel the whole room like I was inside the entire room at once. I was kind of over my head like I was like this weird ghostly magical thing. This is my experience, right? So this is mystical. Take it for what you will. But that was my experience. And then I look at the other Uchideshi and he's hyperventilating, right? And his face just looks whacked out. And then that was really weird because it's like, now I can see that's physical. It's not just in my head. Like, he's having a physical reaction, you know? And we kind of had to stop talking about it at that moment. Because we both just put all of our bullshit aside for a second and we're realizing the truth. And it was just a little too much for us to process, right? So our unconscious and our conscious mind, they had some trouble. And, and I can explain and tell you why these things happen now. As far as my experience goes, that doesn't change the experience I had because I can explain now what happened, right? Uh -huh. um, I would say every time I step on the mat, it's a deeply spiritual experience. And that sounds wacky, um, but it is. And it's not because like I'm wearing a monk's robe and like I'm like doing backflips or laser beams are coming out of my eyes or some shit. You know, like what I just told you about the plant breathing. That was my experience, right? Um but don't get attached to that because the reality of it is every time I get on the mat, I am focused on what I'm doing and the rest of the world disappears for a moment and I'm doing nothing but Aikido and I'm completely in the flow of doing Aikido. And so every day I step on the mat, it's a super spiritual experience, but it's not because I'm like spouting right, koans right. and floating or something, right. you know? And there so, was the time he floated though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would want... Back no in 96. <laughs> he was by himself. He's like, guys, did anyone see? Did anyone? I was floating. <laughs> no, I, I cannot say I've had anything like that. But, you know, I mean, there are definitely moments when you are um, present and, and everything, you can just feel everything kind of locking into place as it should be. Um and I've definitely had those feelings before, you know, where it's just like everything like this is Comes just, together right now. Yeah, this is how it is supposed to be. This is like 
everything feels almost perfect, you know? Like it's yeah. one piece instead yeah. of being a million yeah. little pieces. Yeah. 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 And, and, and really like the, the, the connecting to that flow of energy, whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I've definitely felt connected to someone in a very like real and tangible way where it's like I know exactly what yeah. they want to do and I'm not, you know, I, I can control sort of what's happening in that situation. Yeah, I think I would say the same thing. Like, I don't think there's ever, like, a moment for me necessarily. But feeling like that, like, feeling every, everything outside of me and inside of me is all working together towards the same. The same, like, everything feels very fluid and together. Um, yeah. And also, too, like, having those moments of, like, you know, understanding someone's, like, intention. Like, oh, they're going to grab my hand. Or, oh, you know, I can see this person's, you know, about to... You know, it's almost like you can see the future a little bit or something. Yeah, but also like in those moments, like seeing not just like what someone's attack is going to be or what's happening in that moment, but like getting a glimpse into the person, you know, and going, oh, that that person's like not all the way here right now, Mm -hmm. you know, and not knowing knowing what told you that exactly, but just knowing that something like. Is, is different, right. you know? It is funny when you can watch someone, mm-hmm. and this actually happened to me in something non-related to Aikido, and, and it tripped me out. Like, I was watching this guy perform. Uh, he was a, a singer, and he was performing on stage. And uh, he was singing, and then there was music playing, right? And so and there was, you know, music when he wasn't singing, and then he would come in and blah, blah, blah. And when he was singing, the little light went on in him, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And he was a, alive and blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then as soon as the music stopped, it just blew, I, you know, and it wasn't anything like, um, I don't even, I'm not even sure anyone else would have noticed it, but I could notice that like at those moments he was just done and waiting, 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 waiting. Then he was back again right. and he had to sing again. Right. And you can kind of notice that in, in people when you're doing, um, when you're on the mat, you know, that oh, sometimes yeah. it's like, For hey, sure. you're just, you're just not quite there. It's funny, you know, in the way you describe that, and this is where we get into trouble. Like, so for lack of a better word, what you said was a light came on yeah. inside of him. And that <laughs> right. does probably perfectly describe how you saw it. Right. Yeah. And gives us a really good idea as listeners as to how that looked. But literally, right, no, Josh, literally, a light did not was, go on inside right, of him. Right, right, did light come out of his no, mouth? No. But so like when we read this stuff from mystics, right. we're like, oh, it's, you know, lightning Light came from the sky, came, right, right, and it's right, like, right. well, probably not, right. but it did feel that way, yeah. you know? I had this moment, I, I was uh, telling Chris this a while back, I uh, I was super proud of myself because I, fa- I figured out that my coworker was pregnant before mm-hmm. she told me she was pregnant, and uh, I I don't know, I just, I had this moment one morning where I was sitting at her with, a, like, with her at a meeting, and I couldn't even see, you know, like... Her, her stomach or anything like I just looked over at her and I was like I just something was like she's pregnant and like I I even like looked at myself and was like what even told me that and so for the next like week I I like one day I was watching her in the morning walk to her car or walk to the office and I was like looking at her like did I see something different like does she physically look different is she carrying herself different like was trying to figure out what told me like what telegraphed that to me right and I couldn't find it I couldn't figure out what was you know like what logically could have told me that but just something i don't know i was just sure and it's funny enough so that day that i was looking at her in the parking lot later that day she was like hey so uh maya you know while while we're talking actually uh um and i was like you're pregnant i knew it and she was like how did you know (laughs) you know and it so like i think that you know for lack of a better word like i i 
I felt it, you know, and like, like, I don't know. I just felt it. And like, I mean, I think this is described by someone glows when they're pregnant. You know, there's something about them. I can't put my finger on it. Something about them is different. Totally. And like, you know, I like, (laughs) I don't know if I call it like spiritual or anything, but like, there's something about it where nothing in my conscious mind or in my brain, anything that I could observe I, I, I tried to rack my brain for what told me that, and I couldn't figure it out, you know, and so I, I felt kind of silly, and I, I was going to bring it up to my other coworkers to ask them, hey, what do you guys think? But I was like, nah, I'm just being crazy, you know? Right. But I wasn't, and so I think, like, that's part of that practice of Aikido is just, like, right. paying attention to people, no, you know? Aikido, what's great, and this is, you know, what I've sort of been saying this whole time, is that, like, it's built in that, yeah. that you do these right. things, that, right. that you... It, you cultivate these these right. spiritual whatever in in the practice. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about connection. We talk whether it's physical connection or not. Um, we talk about all these things, and I think that cultivates that that deeper sense or whatever. So. I, I remember I was at this seminar once, and um, uh, the teacher had uh, put us off in these little groups, and we were talking about different stuff. And um, uh, I made the mistake of sitting with a bunch of Aikido people. I made the mistake of telling people that I see a bubble around people and uh, that bubble tells me what direction they're going to move. Now look, that's mystical talk. That's just how it right. looks no, to me, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. I, from looking at people and watching people move in martial arts, I can kind of see how their bodies aligning Aligns. and organizing yeah, yeah, yeah. to go what direction, whatever direction they're going to go. And it's subtle. And like I see it kind of like a little like a little like fluid a bubble, bubble yeah. around them, right? And so when I told these people this, they're all like, oh my God, oh, what is it like to see this bubble? When will I see the bubble? You know, like, when did you start seeing the bubble? What practices, what kind of meditation do I need? And I'm like, I'm like, no, dude, it's not like that. It's just, I'm very familiar with watching people make actions. Right. And so through that practice over and over and over, I just interpret it like a bubble. Just like right. you said, I saw a light, light come on inside of him, right? And it's like, when, when you start putting that stuff in or like you're talking about, you know, like seeing, knowing a girl was pregnant before she was pregnant. You know, when we talk about this, because we don't know why, it's just mystical and right, magical right, right. and it must come from... we don't have an explanation. Yeah, right. It, it must come from magic spirits right. that whisper things in our ears or something. You know, it's like, well, that's a way to look at the world and not necessarily a wrong way. It's, yeah. a, it's a pretty way. But there's other stuff too. And so depending on what you want to do is how you need to line your language up. You know, right. I think you're right. It's just a language. Yeah. Yeah. And whether or not, you know, I mean, uh, we don't do a lot of meditation and that stuff, but um, we've done it in the past and I've always found it, like, good. I, You know, it's yeah. nice. Um, but again, I also think that just being on the mat, just doing the practice itself is a form of meditation if you allow it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to, like, yogis and stuff talking. They, they would talk about how moving meditation is better than sitting meditation. And I used to always wonder, like, you know, I think about this. And I was like, hey, dumbass, it's what you do all the time when you're training. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's being present. It's being present, right. Yeah. right? Being alive, being here now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's the same thing. So, like, just like spirituality is a language, you know, uh, meditating or anything like that, it's a tool. Right. Uh, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. we've had this conversation before where it's like, um, I don't know. So, like, you know, back to my mom, you know, she likes to meditate a lot. And, you know, she would meditate with my sister and I as kids and stuff. And so I've meditated on and off in my life. And at moments, I've brought it out as I felt like it was something that I needed. But it's not ever something that I've done daily, you know. Um, And, you know, I think, and that's, that's okay. You know, I feel like 
people kind of think like, oh, if you meditate, you need to do that daily, and that's because that's what works for them. But it's it's a tool that I feel I pull out when I need it, right. and right. when I don't need it, then I, I don't need it. You know? Right, right. And uh, you know, for some people it's just push ups. They just do I mean, push ups all the time. That's no that's, joke. You yeah, know, like yeah, no, I'm like, not joking. Like yeah. you know, there are times I'm doing push ups. It's just like yeah, that's you know, right. it's you shut you shut off whatever the thing is that's happening and just focus on the the here. Right, you know? right, and it's. For different people, it's a different, a different thing. Yeah, some people right. maybe yeah. need to sit on pillows or whatever. Yeah, whatever right. it is. I mean, you know, and, and that's just like, you know, if you need a mystical language or not. Like, if you do, you do. And there's nothing wrong with it. And if you don't, you don't. But, like, realize on both sides of the fence that there's something practical in what you're doing. If you're on the, you know, right. mystical world side. And, and if you're on the pragmatic side, there's something really, really useful on right. the other oh, side, too. Yeah. Something yeah. you need. You know what I mean? Right. So... So both sides have truths. And I think just like anything, being too much to one side does you a disservice. Yeah. You know, being super, you know, just super, super literal, everything's straightforward and exactly to the word and to the letter, like... You're going to miss out. You're going to miss out on some of that, like... Because there are some things in in the world that are just unexplainable. Like, you just cannot explain them. And that's fine. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes it is nice, I will say, it is nice to kind of just go, like, like, let something impact you without having to sit down and parse out exactly what it is yeah. you know like that's why i don't trust people who don't like art like or you know yeah. people like you know you'll meet people sometimes that are like hey yeah. what's your favorite movie or whatever and they're like i don't, know. I don't trust those people you know it's just like <laughs> I, I don't because it's like you haven't been moved you can you can't you haven't been moved by a movie or a, something yeah. that you've seen enough Anything to be able to tell me a, that, yeah you know yeah um so like those people i'm always like leery of a little bit like hmm. yeah i have my own definition of art which is um art is the explore exploration uh development and expression of the human condition uh and so any form of art is using a medium to do that right yeah. so like you know like whether it's sculpting painting martial arts whatever it is what we're doing why it's art is because we're exploring developing and expressing humanity through that thing and that's what makes it different than like a pure craft or a pure science right, or a pure right, right, whatever right. you know and aikido definitely is that it's, all it's martial enough. arts yeah, are yeah, that because yeah, yeah. we're talking about humans like we got to be humans and so if you're just punching a clock or just getting yoked or just getting right, deadly right. like you're missing right. part of that the I'm art just, part of yeah, it you know yeah I remember um, there was this uh, soccer player, and uh, uh, he, he did this beautiful thing, and everyone was watching. They were like, oh, he's an artist. You know, like people were saying that. And I don't even know if they know why they were all saying that. But I think what they were saying was that was so awesomely human. It connected to me. You know, like the way he was playing right there was beyond just trying to score a point. Right, right. He was just being beyond human, technical, you know, like, like whatever. And everyone watching could like con, you know, they could touch him. Yeah. Like they could feel what it was like to score that point. And so it's like he was being an artist at that moment, you know. And that's the difference between, you know, like you, you hear music that connects to you and music that doesn't, you know. And that's 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 the difference, you know. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the difference between a chair for the purposes of sitting and a chair that was crafted by a craftsman handmade you know loved it loved yep. yeah or you know it can be broken and old but that's still art in a yep. different way than yep. just a chair yep. you know um i think on the opposite end though being like so 
metaphorical all the time and so um, so spiritual that like you know you, you fly off into the clouds for lack of a better way of saying yeah. that like it becomes just about you eventually there's no mm-hmm. connection to anyone else so like if you're just too into like the spirit and I'm putting that in quotes which is just your spirit you lose how to connect to other people because you're just into whatever your groovy thing is you know right right and I think one of the the biggest uh, downfalls of people that are super spiritual is not just not being able to connect to other people that are just kind of living their lives and that don't see things that way. You know, it becomes harder and harder to talk to people that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we're back. Uh, Apparently the memory card got full. I didn't, didn't. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maya was saying something. Yeah. We were pretty much done, but Maya (laughs) was saying something super insightful. Do you remember what it was? (laughs) No, no. Okay. So if that was the awesomest thing ever, then leave a comment. That Mai should finish right. her thought. Say what you started by saying. Did it, did it this. turn off right as I was like talking? You were like right in midstream. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but okay. So we're at forty-two minutes. We're basically done. We're wrapping this up. Anything else yeah. big to say? No, I think it was good. I mean, this was a, a a really. I mean, thank you so much uh, for the suggestion. Yeah, it was a good suggestion. I feel like um, I feel like it was a really good conversation, and I, and <clears> I hope <throat> that people who are listening got something out of it themselves and were able to maybe uh, look a little bit deeper in their own practice. Um, and, and, you know, what kind of spirituality they're getting from it. So, yeah. Good. All right. So, uh, Maya, our Patreons. Our Patreon sponsors this time around are Lenny Acuna, Grant Templin, Jim Sullivan, Warwick Dean, and our newest one, Rob Kitson. Thank you so much to all of you. We really appreciate all your support. This means a lot to Maya because now she's paying for what no one else pays for. (laughs) So so, so we're now pro, by the way. Um, And uh, we've begun uploading all the backlogs. I think we're at eight... Or nine right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, so, so that you will have them all yeah. on there. And... Uh, there's only so many I can upload at a time. So um, so they're all going up. They'll all be up. Uh, you can get to them whenever you want. Um, if you would like to support us, uh, that would be awesome. Please become a Patreon. And make then, sure you um, subscribe. Uh, subscribe to the podcast so you can get it. You know, uploaded as soon as we get it uploaded. Um, make sure you leave a comment. Interact with us. You know, like yeah, like, we love suggestions we love for ideas. Suggestions. So yeah. um, we love to talk. Yeah, we and do we love, love to talk. We love uh, to have suggestions. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. We will talk to you next time. Next time.